0: Hi, I'm coach Corey Wayne and this is my video coaching newsletter and the topic of today's newsletter is going to be friend zoned update one year later well I've actually got an email here from a guy that and I also got another one this is a YouTube comment as well that I got so it's a great email success story of this dude who was stuck in friend zone and this woman that he was trying to date and get out of friend zone with all of her friends were like it's never gonna happen dude she doesn't like you there's no fucking way well they're boyfriend and girlfriend now and her friends are just like I don't get it I don't understand what happened I don't understand how you went from just being a friend to her being totally in love with you and introducing you as her boyfriend well that's because he's a 3% man so about a year ago I answered an email a previous email of his call in a newsletter titled Friend zone and he was the second email I discussed in that video, and there was a, a second video that I did called We Project What's Inside of Us, and he was the first emailer in that video, so if you want to go check out those videos, I'll put links underneath this YouTube video if you're watching my website, and you can kind of see his progress over the past year. It's kind of nice when guys send in these stories that have been following me for a while, and so you can see where they were and where they are now and what they've learned. So thanks for sending us an update. So I've got, got a quote that I wrote and I'm gonna share that with you. I'm gonna jump right into his email. And the quote says, "'You don't get what you deserve in life. "'You only get what you prepare for.'" Probably thought I was gonna say negotiate. That too, but not in the context of this quote. "'Successful people expect to succeed someday. They prepare ahead of time by learning success principles, strategies, and mindsets from those who already have the results they want in their own lives. Unsuccessful people talk about what they will do in the future, but when it comes to taking action to prepare in the present moment, they only have excuses and do nothing. When their opportunity comes, it simply passes them by because they are unprepared and too scared to do what's necessary to capitalize upon opportunities when they unexpectedly show up. And that's the way the universe works. Right when you're not expecting it, you've wanted it, you crave it, you're looking forward to it, you assume it's gonna happen in the near future, and then one day you're kinda chewing bubble gum walking down the street, boom, coconut falls on your head, and you're like, oh hey, there's a pretty girl over there. It just happens like that. Confidence and competence comes as a result of practicing what you are not good at initially but what becomes easy over time due to successful repetitions and being undeterred by failures. Successful people look at failures as a necessary step and prerequisite for success, not a permanent state of being. Great quote I also read from a mystery person yesterday in a video from a couple days ago. He said, my motto is never give up. I follow this very strictly. I do not let problems and challenges stop me they are normal. Ah. Do you remember who that was from I can't believe you brought that quote up two times in a row. That was from our president Donald J Trump. I just I could just feel it. I could feel the people watching going, "Oh god, Corey why? Why? Two days in a row." So let's jump into his email and see how he did. He says, hello, Mr. Wayne. I just watched your newsletter on the topic of being friend-zoned and no contact. You did coach me for a little over a year, about one year ago, and did two YouTube videos on my case in which I finally made some progress with my female best friend. So after watching your latest newsletter this afternoon, I thought maybe you and your followers are interested in the guy that took over one year. A fucking year. Took me a year and a half, dude. Got you beat wrote about in the book took me over one year to stand up for himself and tell a girl he was not interested in just being friends last year in March I told you that I was finally able to sleep with the girl that actually this is a little over a year ago because we're in May now that friendzoned me but I had to go back to the United States to finish my studies that part was covered in the previous videos we kept in touch during my time away and when I finally moved back to my hometown the place where she also lives in May, things started to progress further. This is May a year ago. I got to be honest, it wasn't always easy, and even sometimes today I have some limiting beliefs and self doubt, but in the end I still followed what you teach for about eighty to ninety percent of the time. Pretty good. I don't expect you're not gonna be perfect right out of the gate. I mean it took me years just to learn this shit and get good at it and I didn't have anybody like me to help me. I had a few coaches around, but they really couldn't help me in the depth and know the things like I do today. But that was my path. If I hadn't gone through all the struggles I went through, I wouldn't be able to, to help anybody. got to be able to help yourself before you can teach, you must know. I still followed you, what you teach about 89% of the time, and the frequency of us seeing each other started to increase after I returned. We were not exclusive at that time and we were just dating and hooking up. She never had a committed relationship in her life, and I was not pushing things, at least not to the point where I would turn her off. So it tells me you were still focused on that, but it worked out, obviously. That's why we're reading a success story. Fast forward to today, and I can say that we finally became a couple at the end of last year. That took so long because of me not doing everything right, and she being abroad for some time as well. So it sounds like you were kind of back and forth between being long distance and being together. It's understandable. And we're still very happy together. She wants to see me nearly every night, and she texts me every day. She also has had many first times, he says, with me. And I enjoy every moment I get to spend with her. That's what it's all about. Enjoying your life. It's called being self-reliant creating your own fucking masterpiece a life that is pleasing to you and nobody else because if you ain't happy with your life nobody else is going to be happy being in your life that's why it's so important to make you happy even though we are now dating over one year i'm still very excited about the relationship and her as a woman and i would do anything for her obviously within reason. Not because I feel obligated to do so or trying to impress her, but because I want to create the greatest time of her life for her and just give. Well, that's the whole purpose of a relationship. You go there to give. That includes your friendships, and it also includes your clients, it includes your family. I mean, that's what I focus on with these YouTube videos. That's why I give my book away for free, because it's so fucking awesome. I know people will read it and they'll apply it and go, damn, this fucking guy, he knows what he's talking about. Even though he likes Trump, I think I'll look the other way because he's pretty fucking smart. I might not always be right, but I'm never wrong. How about health care passing Congress? Sometimes I make some time to appreciate what I got and remember how things used to be just to realize how far I have come. When I wrote my first email to you, I was such a mess in terms of women, and deep down I never believed that I could have something romantic with the girl I am now in a relationship with. Like I described in an earlier email to you, even some of my and her friends told me that this was never going to happen. Well, those dudes and those girls were telling you their story, not yours. And those are not the kind of friends you really want to have in your inner circle quality of your life is in direct proportion to the quality of the people who you consistently spend your time with and we got people like that trying to fucking sandbag you makes it a lot harder to succeed in life i met some of them recently and they told me that they heard we were a couple now and they could not believe it i just smiled and told them that i did not know what they were talking about and i never had any doubt it would be like this which of course is not really what happened because it was not too long ago that I shared the same thought. But hey, you're on your way to a 3% man, dude. Good fucking job. Outstanding. I'm proud of you, bro. Makes it all worth it. It makes all this struggle, the whole fucking year that it took to get there, makes it worth it. Things have changed so much, me being the guy that got introduced to her family as her first boyfriend feels so amazing. It isn't so much being your boyfriend, but feeling like I have evolved as a person and knowing that I was good enough. I can't thank you enough for showing me a way to become a better version of myself and finally get to experience something like this. Dude, this is your fucking birthright. You are supposed to be awesome. Live your truth and create your own masterpiece. I'm currently following one of your career advices, working for a company without getting paid to acquire new skills and further improve myself. Well, being successful in your career or your business is all about being and becoming a person of value. The more value you can add, the more valuable you become to a company or a business or your clients. and Therefore, the more you can make. On the way to and from work, I started listening to audiobooks frequently, which I am now a big fan of as well. Yeah, instead of listening to music and flipping through on your iPhone, looking at pictures and other nonsense on the internet, you should be filling your mind up with good stuff from good people. If you're looking for good recommendations, because I see it a lot of times, people go, Corey, what other books do you recommend? Go to my website, click the products tab. i got a whole list of books and products on there from Amazon that'll help you. What I just noticed... The last week's is that people and women are much more attracted to me than they were a few years ago. The inner alpha's coming out, dude. People don't see that very often. That's why it scares so many people. One of the reasons why Trump scares the fucking shit out of a lot of people, especially our enemies. That's a good thing, though sure there'll be plenty of hate in the comments, plenty of people getting muted and blocked by my assistant. Just last week, I met a girl on the train I used to know from school. And back then, maybe four or five years ago, I wanted to date her and really screwed up so she wouldn't return my texts or calls. She ended up texting me the day after we ran into each other. What a dink. Funny how that works. Act like a man and women like that. And they reward you with their attention and putting themselves into your orbit. Who is this guy? What happened to him? Whenever I'm around girls, I went to high school, they always go, Oh, you used to be so quiet and shy in high school. What happened to you? I finally learned how to become a man. So she texted me the day after we ran into each other to see what I was up to. And how funny it was that she ran into me. Yeah, that's really why she called. She wanted a hot beef injection. If I wasn't in a relationship, I would have used that opportunity to set a date. But with me being madly in love with my woman of my dreams, I didn't. It's because you're loyal and faithful. Good fucking job, dude. Still, it was another great victory to me. You bet your fucking ass. Obviously, I'm not sick of all this winning. Are you sick of all this winning? I'm certainly not. I think it's outstanding. Maybe you can share some final thoughts with me why sometimes I still have a problem thinking about my girlfriend's ex-hookups and how I can overcome it. Time and repetition, dude. Listen to that voice, pay attention, be observant. Look at your girl's actions. Because at the end of the day, you can be the best boyfriend in the world and if you're with a liar and a cheater who places no value on loyalty, communication, commitment, she's going to cheat and there's not a fucking thing you can do about it. So you might as well be your best because that's all you have control over is what you do and how you show up and the rest is up to her. Is it because deep down I still compare myself to them and wonder if I'm better in bed and overall? Well... If you have to ask, and the fact that you wrote it down, I think you probably already know the answer to that question. But that's, that's normal. I mean, it's going to take time. I mean, again, it's only been a year. But you're always going to have doubts, no matter what you do in life. It's just, over time, the more successes you have, the successes outweigh the failures. And this is a new experience. I mean, if you'd grown up in a happy, healthy, loving family where you got plenty of strokes as a kid from your parents and were told they were proud of you and they loved you and you're awesome and they built you up, you would normally think like this. But obviously your background, my background, we didn't have those kinds of experiences. So we had to figure this shit out on our own. But this is what makes you a leader is because you learn this stuff and your struggles are what make you awesome and polished and a great man. So everything that happened, happened for a reason, and it couldn't have happened any other way. Corey, thank you again. I will definitely keep rereading your book in the future. And for those of you that haven't read it, you can go to my website, subscribe to the newsletter, and read it for free. You can go to audible.com and sign up for a free trial and get my audiobook for free. You either get the help you want, or you pay nothing. I mean, come on. It doesn't get any better than that. Who else is doing that? Who else has enough faith in their written and spoken work to give the best shit they know away for free? How many times have you seen people on the internet selling books and CDs and expensive courses and e-seminars and all this stuff for thousands of dollars? And I give everything away for free. Because I know there's people around the world that can't afford this shit. They, they can't afford a $10 e-book. I mean, you got some places, some countries where people make fucking $2 a day. I mean, come on. So maybe 10 years from now, they become a millionaire, they'll throw a few bucks my way. Or they'll at least tell a friend. I care about making a difference in the world. I want the world to become a much better, much safer, more loving, more peaceful place. Because in case you haven't noticed, there's a lot of fucked up shit going on around the world. And every single person that becomes like you becomes a leader in their community and the more peaceful and balanced and relaxed that you are, you bring that vibration to your community. It's a higher vibration of being and living and life. And therefore, other people around you will entrain to your vibration because you just make them feel good just by being around you. You're like the fucking invisible energizer bunny, if you will. I've read your book about nine times so far. Pretty good, but still not 10 to 15. But hey, Great success story, dude, nice fucking job. I'm so happy for all the joy and wealth that comes your way and I wish you the best future possible as you sure made it happen for me. Well, I think it was Zig Ziglar who said, if you help enough people get what they want, you will get you what, what you want. If you help enough people get what they want, you will get what you want. And so I got a YouTube comment that somebody posted the other day and it's the exact opposite story. This particular guy didn't listen to me, didn't read the book 10 to 15 times, and he got fucking burned, and he got stuck in friend zone, and he wanted to share his experience of what happened. It sucks, it's sad, but this painful experience is what caused him to finally say, you know what, I'm now going to listen to that bastard. I'm going to listen to that fucking Corey Wayne bastard. He starts out, I should have listened to Corey Wayne. I can't say this enough. Buy the book. And read it 10 to 15 times. Or go to my website and subscribe to the newsletter and read it for free 10 to 15 times. And then when you see the value, then you buy it. I'm cool with it either way. Just take care of you. There was another quote. I think it was Jim Rohn said this. I'll take care of me for you. And you take care of you for me. That's powerful. I didn't master the fundamentals and I misapplied the principles. It turned out predictably bad for me. Yep. Instead of getting the girl of my dreams after being patient for one year while she had a boyfriend, don't ever do that. That was, that was my teenage years and my early 20s. Don't fucking do that. It's a bad way to go. Live your life, enjoy your experiences, Extend the invitation, tell the girl, whoever it is, it's unavailable. Hey, if it doesn't work out, take my number, get in touch. And if I'm still single, we can hang and see where it goes. I didn't master the fundamentals, and I misapplied the principles, and it turned out predictably bad for me. Instead of getting the girl of my dreams, I fumbled the football. Just when playing it cool was paying off after all that time. He's looking for shortcuts, trying to cherry pick. I say it all the time. Don't do that. And here's a guy saying, should have listened to that fucking Corey Wayne bastard. Fast forward two years later, and I still haven't been applying all the principles in the book. I just found out that she is pregnant by her model-esque looking boyfriend that I've been waiting for her to dump. A real man waits on no woman. He's too valuable. James Bond don't wait on no woman. He might be dead tomorrow. So he's going to live in the present moment because that might be the only last moments he has. This girl is the good-looking girl. Perfect 10, actress, model looks, who cooks and cleans. She's good with money, independent, owns her own home, and she didn't have any kids. Not going to be so anymore. She's got a bun in the oven, obviously. She has one on the way, and she's 16 weeks. She is so fit, she isn't even showing yet. Soon enough, though, she probably hasn't told me because girls are sensitive to hurting guys' feelings. Yep. You have definitely learned a lot, but you didn't learn everything you needed to know. That's why you're sitting on the sidelines watching some other dude knock your dream girl up. It could be that she doesn't want things to change between us either. She'd probably still like to have you as a backup don't wait for nobody. I live for myself and I answer to nobody as the late great Steve McQueen said. I know she likes me a lot as a person and I feel the same about her and I know if she were to have become available she would have said something since I asked her to let me know like Corey says to but I did it too late. Man, I should have done that before she broke up with the first boyfriend. You snooze, you lose, my friend. Honestly, great for her though, crappy for me. I do want to be friends Not to someday to get her, but because she's cool and gives me a lot of social proof and her friends are really great girls too. Come on, man. You're gonna be okay being around her and just being friends when you wanna get in there? You wanna get in there, pop that pussy? Like, was it Two Life Crew? I remember when that was like a big deal, early 90s. Oh my God. They were having congressional hearings. These lyrics are absurd. Hey, roll over. Let me stick in your ass. My, how things have changed. What was absurd back then is not a big deal today. Thing is, I could have avoided all this easily. Corey one warns us how we are going to feel when the girl you've been waiting on gets pregnant, engaged, married. Some people are hard-headed like you. I was like this once too, dude, but I get over it. He tells us what to say if we want to date a girl and they become available so they let you know if they are available. He also teaches how to read the subtle signals and the not-so-subtle ones. I didn't listen to Corey Wayne. I didn't fucking listen. It sucks, dude. I feel for it. I've been there. I know what it feels like. When I played football in high school, we had to wear cups back then, and... The coach had this big, giant, fucking, long broomstick. And he used to stand on it at the field sometimes. And then he would walk around. And as we're kind of in a line standing, looking out in the field or whatever, he would just take the stick and go, whoops, cup check. <laughs> there was always a couple of guys that didn't put their fucking cup in. And they were on the ground rolling. And then he would yell at them as they are in agony and pain, give me a lap. Give me a loop. I didn't fucking listen. Now I pay the price. It doesn't feel good, guys. I fucked up by pulling back at the wrong time when I thought it was time to chase. I'm on read number two with a highlighter. Better late than never, dude. After this, 8 to 13 more times to go. This month, never again. Never fucking again. I'm gonna get to the next. I'm going to get the next girl in my dreams, and I'm not going to fumble the ball at the one-yard line next time. Good job, dude. I know it was fucking painful to share that, but at least you had the balls to be humble and say I fucked up. Don't be like me. Listen to that fucking shaved-headed bastard and do what he says. So, if you would like to get my help personally, go to my website. Click the products tab at the top of your screen on any page. And book a coaching session with yours truly if you'd like to get my help personally. And I will talk to you soon.